How's it going? It was a brutal loss. Yeah, that was uh, that went from like a pretty exciting game to holy shit, <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, you know. Would you call it an implosion? Hmm. Would you call it an implosion? Um. Yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't really change how I feel about beliefs. It's just like, it is what it is. Like, this team is broken. I fundamentally believe they need to change the coach. We felt it for about a week now. They just, I don't think that they really follow his systems. They, the, the defense is definitely at a deficiency right now, but there's zero reason that it should be this bad. Right. Um, so something, something, something they lost in translation, whether it's just, you know, keeps been around now for five years, almost to the day. And yeah, it's just not working, know. maybe COVID and this and that, and maybe there's just a bunch of stuff. I don't know what the solution is either. I thought uh, shaking up that first line with knives would have helped a little bit. And it did a little bit. Well, <laughs> but yeah, not enough. For, for a game. Um, we could start there. Uh, I mean, I know it's not, uh, you don't want to talk about the Leafs big picture, but fantasy wise, Nyes gets a boost with that change. Um, do you think it will stick? Um, so that's a tough one. I'm not sure it's going to stick. I think, I think, I hope it does. Uh, but that being said, I think I would buy low on Tyler Bertuzzi. Like, I think that people are probably dropping him. Yes, you know, um, this is this. I mean, it also depends on your league structure. Like one of the leagues that I'm involved in is like very simplistic: goals, assists, power play points, penalty kill points. So that's um, not going to be so useful. He won't be so useful for some of that. But I think that I would buy on that. Um, Yeah, nice. I I would honestly try to sell high. Like, you know, if the, if there are guys who they're out for a bit um, and, you know, you could you could buy low on them, you know, like I think is Boldy back yet. Maybe I, maybe I would look at like try to get him. Yeah, he's back. I think he uh, assist the other day. Yeah. Like that's that's the type of thing, like, you know, maybe someone's really high on nice and I would try and target him. Yeah, I have Nyes personally. I kind of want to ride it for a little bit just because the uh, obvious bump with Marner and uh, Matthew. So um, I, I, he doesn't get top power play time, obviously, which hurts mm-hmm. value a little bit. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I wonder if – I don't know. Like, how close do you think they'll come to make – like, I don't know if they'll make a coaching change now, or do you think it's going to be sooner than later? So so the sad thing is I think they won't. Yeah. Unless they legit go off the rails for, like, a 5-10 game stretch. Yeah, because um, I, I find it hard for them to just – like, they're not in Edmonton's boat. Um, and, Edmonton, uh, it's, it's almost untenable. In Toronto, like, you know, you have good games, you have bad games, but, like, the game from Tampa is a perfect yeah. example of like didn't start on time, team's a disaster, and like yeah, it all worked out in the end. But like something yeah. is very clearly 
like a miss in what's going on. Right. Um, I mean, what's like, your... look, it, it all depends on what people want. Like, if if you can get for knives, like you know, like um, I'm just trying to pull up exactly like some things that I'm looking at. Um, like if if you're if you're able to get like um, like you know, may, I feel like Jack Hughes that'll you won't be able to get him even though he's out for a few weeks. Like Adam Fox, for example. If Adam Fox is, if maybe someone's trying to trade Adam Fox because he's on LTIR for a bit, I would try to you know maybe trade Matthew Nice for him. Seems like Brendan Montour is going to be back by the end of the month. Maybe you try and go grab him. Um. That's if you need defense. If they were talking offense, um, maybe line, line is a tough one to read. And that yeah. might not be enough for the potential bump that Nyes might have. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't I don't foresee being able to get those top guys. That, I mean, not just for Nyes, but like he that would be a significant step on the way there. Yeah, sure. Um, you got to. Uh, what's your top ad, I guess? What would be the guy to pick up right now for you? The guy to add, Kalen Addison. Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a new one. It's hot. Yep. Could be. Stop Could the be. press as Kalen Addison is a power play quarterback once again in San Jose. Who right. when <laughs> we talked cut. in our when we talked in our season preview, when uh back when we did the Pacific Division. We said we were looking at that defense and we're like, there's a black hole on defense. You got they have a guy now. San Jose, you have a guy. Kalen Addison, he's a young guy. He's offensively inclined. I actually think it will improve their offense in, in terms of distribution on the power play and such. That anyone who's playing on the top power play unit right now in San Jose, um, that so who comes to mind? Hurdle, Duclair. Um, I'll just look up exactly. Who that is, so I don't sound totally ridiculous. William Macklin. Zadina is on the first one. I would, I would think, and I don't know. I would think he would. Be. I mean, according to Daily Faceoff, Mikhail Granlund is on the top one. Yeah. Um, okay. Honestly, I think it's a placeholder for a coacher in any event. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, all of those guys, I think, they their value incrementally goes up, maybe five to ten percent, because. They're playing with someone who actually belongs on a power play. Kyle Burrows, who was current, who was occupying the spot up until now, nah, not the guy. No. Um. So that's what I would say. Um. That's my top guy to add. Otherwise, um. Um. I would say I that, when... like. Hmm. Oh no! Go ahead. Otherwise, um. I think that there's like other guys to consider like dropping and stuff like that. Like one of my teams still has Trevor Zegers and we're just deciding who to drop him for me and my co-manager and because he's been absurdly bad. Um, yeah. Like, there, there's some guys who I'm watching who are available. It's just a question of who I want. You know, I see, uh, Trevor Moore, Tommy Novak, Jaden Schwartz, all of those guys definitely should be owned, uh, depending how big your league is, I guess. Yeah, I said um, Tommy Novak, Quentin Byfield, Marco Rossi, 
and uh, nice. I mean, but. I mean, Tommy Novak has six goals in 12 games. I don't understand why he's 11% owned. Yeah. Also, Faraby, 8% owned, six goals in 13 games. Yes. Um, yep. And Novak plays on the power – and Novak plays on the power play too. So – Right. I would uh, run that. I would run to add it. Wait, are you – what are you saying uh, with more? Because I would have felt like – I haven't checked because I I put him in the ads like way early. Yeah, he's thirty five percent in okay. on Yahoo right now. That's crazy. He should be at least fifty. <laughs> yeah, he's been pretty good to start the year for sure. Third liner with like double digit points. I don't know what else yeah. I want. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, I mean, he. I think didn't he bump up to the second line because, um, no, um, the- Arvidsson. No, it's uh, more Kaliev and uh, uh, Dano. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Who who's your top ad of the week? That's what I, uh, I I would say Byfield. Um, he's really acclimated to that wing, um, and the Kings are super hot um, offensively, and I don't see it slowing down much, um, even if for whatever reason he's he already thirty nine percent. Is he? He was lower. Um, yeah, from what I see. He w- yeah, okay. Well, when I put out my article, it was 27. So, What, what are your thoughts on Michelli? <clears throat> yes. 7% yes. yes. I, it's crazy. He's uh, He plays like a center. <laughs> He's a great playmaker, distributor. He's got a good shot, but uh, he prefers he to. power play. And he gets top power play minutes, um, rightfully so. I mean, the guy can dish it. Um, he's he's needed to step up without Hayden uh, producing to this point. Uh, I'm not giving up on Hayden. I'm not going to own him, obviously in fantasy. But I think once he gets going, um, I mean, we're a- not we're not talking dynasty leagues, but no, 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 maybe to look at right. In, right if if you're in dynasty keeper something. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, let's turn the conversation well, a bit. I would say, what about someone with um, who gets shorthanded points, which is obviously a, a more scarce statistic. <laughs> but right. is there someone who you know plays the penalty kill offensively inclined who comes to mind? Who I would add that guy if he's available. I automatically think of Logan O'Connor, but uh, mm-hmm. um, I know Marshan was. Uh, He's pretty, he's going to be owned. Right, right. Okay, that's a good point. Um, I guess O'Connor would be the top candidate for me. Maybe uh, Duhame in Minnesota. Um, that's a random one. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what about you? The couple, the couple that come to mind for me, there's a couple defensemen. So in the league that I'm looking at right now, it happens to be Jacob Slavin is not is on free agency. I would definitely look to pick him up if you need a defenseman, gets shorthanded points and has seven points of the year, 20 minutes a game. Right. Uh, additionally, um, the, the more fringe guys, I would say Adam Henrique and Sean Walker. Oh, Sean Walker. Okay. Yeah. He, I don't Sean Walker has what, like a couple points. Sean Walker has two goals and two assists. Two of them are shorthanded points. Okay. And, uh, Henrique has two goals and four assists and two shorthanded points, and two of them are power play points. 
Yeah, that guy's just a special teamer at this point. <laughs> um, I mean, he he he's he's a toolsy guy who's helpful in in certain ways. Yeah. Um. Oh, another guy. I'm trying to think. Maybe not shorthand necessarily, but you said that you, you mentioned the Ducks, and I just thought of uh, Mitnikov, the young defenseman they have. Oh yeah. So that could be somebody to add as well. Um, didn't get a point last game, but I mean the guy gets pucks on net. So um, mm-hmm. I believe I believe is in the top pairing with Fowler last game. Um, so that's one. Uh, any other shorthand? That was a good point. I, I didn't think about that. Um, there wasn't anyone who came to mind immediately. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, maybe maybe didn't know. Yeah, maybe to know, but he's he's a little he. I don't know, like to know. I I always saw thought he's not so fantasy and he's not such a good fantasy player. Like, great player in real yeah. life, but not such a fantasy guy. Um, the other the other guy who um, came to mind, um, I was thinking of was um, where is he? Just want to check his ownership. Um, Uh, I, I mean, depending on the position, Mason Appleton, uh, play center and Ooh, right yeah. wing, has nine points, two percent owned. Um, it's a deeper, it's a deeper ad. Depends how big your league is, but, um, ha- but there, there are a few good things that I like about him: upside and uh, positional versatility among them. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good one too. Um, um, any... Oh, go ahead. So the next thing I wanted to say is. Anyone who, anyone who you want to stash, like you know, someone who's on IR, maybe, maybe he got dropped. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I'm trying to think like a stash that's low owned. I guess maybe Patrick Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. He's. Uh, I guess the sweepstakes are heating up. He sounds like he's ready. Um. Let's see. I don't think he'll be super highly owned at this point. Um, mm, probably not yet. I mean, once once he signs with the team, I'm sure he'll, he'll receive a spot. Oh, yeah. Maybe get ahead of, you know, for the for the loyal listeners, get ahead of that. Pick up Patrick King now um, and, you know, hope that, you know, he comes to do some great things and help move, lift the fortunes of your, of your team. Where do you think um, he'll go? Is, hmm? of who? Where do you think he'll go, by the way? Of Gaudreau? No, I thought, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Kane. What do I think of him? I think he's going to sign with a good team or a no, great team. Where, where and he's think? probably still going to put up 50. Oh, where do I think he's going to go? I, yeah. It's a tough one. Um, the first thing that you need to look at is who has room. Right. Um, so in terms of cap space, um. The crazy place for him to go would be Anaheim, with seven million dollars of cap space, or Buffalo, who has close to six. Yeah. Um, both of those I feel like are tough because neither of them are like bona fide contenders, and they can easily fizzle out. <clears throat> um, I would say you know. <laughs> The crazy play would be for him to go to Pittsburgh, but they don't have room. 
<laughs> they old get older. What about uh, going back to New York? Because Heedle uh, is on long term. After the Rangers? I mean, that didn't work out. I know, but maybe it will this time. I, yeah. I'm, I don't th- I don't think it's going to. I don't think he's going to go back to New York. Um, think- yeah, like, I, 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 I mean, like, would I fall over in shock? No, but, like, I would say, like, you know, if, if like, you look at the odds, you know, on the betting sites for Patrick Kane next team, um, um, I don't see any sports books that have it unless I change my Google search. Um, yeah, so I see the Leafs are the favorite, which I would love that, but I don't That's see great. how that happens. That would be very, very enjoyable. The Leafs um, are the favorite? Oh, sorry. The Rangers are – sorry. Google lied to me. Okay. Shocker. Rangers are the favorite. I don't think that's going to happen. The Bruins are second. I also don't think that's going to happen. Calgary is third. That's definitely not happening. Yeah. That uh, be- then it's Buffalo, Toronto, Edmonton. Each of those I could see happening. Colorado, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't think so. Yeah. That would be crazy. That'd be so weird. Yeah, I mean, like, the stupid place for him to go would be Vegas because that would just be unfair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got his first points ever in the league against Colorado. It would be kind of full circle. That would be full circle. Um, um, I mean, I think a Blackhawks reporter, John Dietz, um, reported on Sunday that he thinks – he might go to Detroit to play with Debrinkad, which that would definitely be a very intriguing place. Yeah. But there isn't room on that line. So also, there are already defensive liabilities all over. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, in, in short, pick up Patrick Kane. Right. Um You said uh Johnny but- I mean Gaudreau, I we touched on it last week in the hot takes. Um, episode. Get rid of him. I know line is coming back. Maybe you know you feel you're you're selling low, but like that, it just doesn't feel like this is like it could be the season's already lost. They're they're not ha- they don't have their ideal coach in Columbus. Yeah, I'm not so sure holding on to Johnny Gaudreau is going to bear fruit for you. The guy the guys who I was thinking of stashing um, when we came to the segment. Uh, Logan Couture is only 43% owned. I think he's nearing a return soon. Um, he did have a minor setback, but like it's an IR spot. Um, Sam Bennett also, like he, he played like one game. Oh, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, and I think that he'll eventually come back. Um, is Velarde out for the season? I don't think so. I didn't. I thought it was. I thought I haven't read anything like he'll, he'll he's close to being back or anything either. But um, I didn't okay. think the season ending like an ACL or something. Right. Um, anyone else who I missed? Um, also, Zach Benson on Buffalo. Yeah, that's a good one. I think he's close. I, I saw him practice. Um, this past practice so um 
for drops, I mostly included goalies. I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I dropped two goalies on Saturday night or Sunday. I dropped yeah. Kemper and Markstrom. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't trust either of those guys. I thought Markstrom would have a decent year, but that team's kind of. Whoa, speaking of them, yeah, sorry. I just thought of Huberto. What do you do about him? You got to hold. Yeah. You don't like it, but you got to hold. Yeah, it's a very. Um, I liken it to Columbus, slightly different, but I mean, still, like, it's. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, pick up Lucas Dostal. Yeah. Pick him up. Yeah, I put him on my uh, watch list. And um, also pick up Semyon Varlamov. Oh, yeah? You think? I think so. Yeah, I, I don't. I think. The Islanders don't want to play Sorokin. They won't, don't want to overwork Sorokin. I think Varlamov will get between 30 and 35 games, maybe 28 games, but like in that range. Um, and he's really good. Problem is, New York's not as good defensively as they have been. And uh, they don't exactly score a lot either. So it's uh, getting wins are going to be kind of hard to come by, I think. I don't think that team's very good. Would you drop Marc Andre Fleury? Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, he's done better than Gustafson, which was something I did not foresee. Uh, but I just, uh, I, I, if anything, I would. I think Talbot's readily available. Um, I, I think yeah, I'm, like part that. of me feels that the wheels are going to come off. But, yeah, but right. Yeah, it. you got to add him at least in the short term. Yeah, ride it. I think you got to ride it. I wonder what they're going to do there. I don't know what options they're looking at right now, but maybe they're just hoping to fix Copley, but I mean, that's kind of a dumb, mm. I think. Um, so yeah. For, what do you, for, what do you think about Toronto's goalies? Are they both droppable? Uh, yeah, I, I was pretty bullish on wool. Like pretty much everybody after those two, two really good starts earlier. Well, he's, you know, he's like I, Jekyll and Hunt. Yeah. I, I mean, I like him. Obviously, more than Samsonov at this point, but if I if I don't have to, I just won't own either of them. Um, and we don't have like a, I guess in my league we don't have a minimum requirement to start goalies. So I, I've gone mm-hmm. these weeks without even having a. I have Vasilevsky stashed, but I I haven't even played many goalies. I just don't trust them. But uh, yeah, if 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 you have inactive spots, I would say. Um, possibly stash Yaroslav Askarov and Spencer Knight. And who is the third one I had on my list? Shoot. Um, Nedeljkovic. Okay, yeah. Because Jari is going to be out. Um, Helberg played pretty well in his stead. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to buy into that much, but... Um, yeah, both... Nedeljkovic was something else. That's, that's You should pick him up for injury. Uh, Dustin Wolf was who I was thinking for uh, for for a stash. Like if you have inactive spots, where is he? I don't even know. Calgary oh. started off very hot. Okay, in um, not Stockton. Uh, oh no, it's also Calgary in the in the AHL. Um, um I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. Uh, so Stahl was a great call. I, either, I mean, if people are dropping Gibson, which they are in my league, but 
Uh, both Anaheim goalies are great options. They face a decent amount of shots, and they're winning. So, Right. Uh, in terms of buy low and sell high, uh, you have any defensemen you like for a buy low? Um, buy low. Uh, Burns, Brent Burns, is not really – putting up a ton of shots like he's used to. I think he has four points at this point. Um, but there's no way it stays like that, right? Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, for me, I would say Alex Pietrangelo. You think people are going to sell on that? Is he, well, How many points? I mean, he, he is, he's five assists, two power play points. Okay. It's it, like he's... he. He hasn't been, uh, you know, top 20 defenseman that we expect him to be. He's been more like, you know, in the 50 to 70 range in terms of like points and things like that. Um, The other would be Rorensky. Yeah, I was going to say him too. I don't, it's kind of uh, treacherous though. Yeah, that's fair. And who who would you have for a a sell high? As a defenseman. Defenseman. So high. Could you, uh, maybe Matheson? Matheson, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that he's he's going to have lots of opportunities simply due to what's going on in Montreal. Um, so it's I wouldn't expect him to fall off a cliff, but there probably will be some regression. Uh, for me, I was thinking... Um, Gosta Spear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and also Ekman Larson. Well, he's low. He doesn't have a high percentage of ownage, so never mind. But also, I mean, I, I don't think you'll get a lot back for him because of who he is, but Eric Gustafson also. Yeah. I think you can get him on the waiver wire pretty easily too. But he he's twenty one percent owned. Yeah, so, so that's, that's like a deeper league because he's he's probably getting the power play minutes now that exactly. Fox is up. Yeah, last night he manned the power play. He's got he always gets pucks on net. You know where wherever he's been, Chicago, Washington, yeah, yeah. Toronto, whatever. He's a high he's he's a high event player as as we learned here. Yeah, exactly. And I mean. If, or, He's on a team with other good defensemen, so he can be a hot, he can be a can be that type of player. Yeah. Uh, for goal for goalies in buy low and sell high, I feel like there's such a finite amount. Yeah. So like three amazing goalies, or like, or you have like one good goalie and like you're just like, you know, streaming options to like meet your goalie quotas for the week. Exactly. I would say like you kind of just like gotta you go with your gut a little bit. Like I don't really have like much insight that I can add on that. But yeah. in terms of forward, my top sell high is Frank Petrano. Really? Yeah. I just don't think it's gonna subside as harshly so, as I guess you're implying. I, I think they got enough got enough uh playmakers that it's gonna work more consistently and he gets power play yeah i i mean he he's on the second line but kaloran just came back i envision that he'll probably step up into their top six um and he's not on the top unit 
or, or he's not anymore, I should say. I just think he, he should get more power play minutes than Kalorn, but... I mean, they just gave Kalorn the bag. I know. Um, they're, they're definitely going to at least run with him for a bit. I mean, it's not like their second power play unit is bad either. It's Carlson, Henrique, Strome, Vetrano, and Fowler. That's a very serviceable unit, but it's not McTavish and Perry and Mitukov and Zegers. Right. Like, it's just not the same. Like, I went so high on Vetrano. Um, who do you have for a sell high? Sell high. Um, man, probably. I don't even know if you can sell high, but. In Wyatt Johnston. I don't know. Who? Wyatt Johnston. I don't know if you could sell high on him technically, but people are. I mean, I don't think he's been off to such a scorching, a scorching start. Like he's been good, but um, like also like uh, that's someone who like I think he's actually going to emerge more as time goes on. Maybe like a Kakinyemi. Um, Kakinyemi, yeah, I I would definitely look to sell on him. I would be so reluctant to uh, let go of him, though, if I <laughs> if I own. Yeah, it's a tough one. He's been really good. He's with uh, Shvestikov right now. He's, I mean, he's just burying chances in front of the net, um, getting more chances and finishing more, uh, more often. Mm-hmm. Than previous. So. Would you buy low? Would you buy low on Kempek? Uh, buy low. What do you mean? He's been good, but like I, th- I think he has another year. Uh, I don't know how you could buy low though, because he's having a really good year. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, but like I think that like he's right now above a point per game. I think he's going to. It's more like if you're looking for goals and categories, or and like he doesn't have that many power play points. Sure, that's a yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I don't think you're ever going to get him. I think if you have him, you're keeping him. Uh, but uh, if you can right. swing it, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I just didn't consider that as like a possibility. All right. What about Ryan O'Reilly? Sell? For sure. Um, last night, I don't know what it was. It looked like he hit a wall. Like, and he, I don't know how many minutes he's averaging, but or I haven't looked um, super close, but. It just looked like he kind of. He's at twenty minutes, twenty minutes and fifteen seconds. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that for where he's at right now. Um, yeah, if you, would you, I would definitely sell high for sure. Would Would you buy low for Tage Thompson? You think you can buy low for Tage? He's at six goals and five assists in thirteen games, five power play points. Dude, you're for you are oh sorry. I, I misread that. He's at three three power play points and two penalty kill points. I would say that like this. This is a guy who was a top ten fantasy player last year. If he's only going to cost you something of a third round value because he started off at not as hot as he was last year, pull a trigger. For sure. I just, I'm trying to imagine what kind of package you can put together to even make a guy think about it, you know? 
Yeah. Because no, I, I hear that. I'm just, I'm just looking at names. I'm like, oh, he's not nearly as high as I thought he would be. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I just also like he's on the PK. He's a, another guy threat on the PK for shorthanded. So he's added value there. Um, I yeah, I, that would be crazy. Um, what about a sell high on Tyler Toffoli? Um, man, as I don't know. He's just such a good, he's just such a sniper still, like even without the the main big guns, like he produced yesterday. No problem. Uh, even... mm, so you would, you would hold. I would, I would for sure hold. I, I, I think he sure will probably be back, be back in like a week. Um, not... And Hughes will be a couple weeks, two or three. What? He And um, Hughes, two or three weeks. He sure? Hughes. Jack oh, Hughes. Hughes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that uh, that injury sucks, man. That makes him so Yeah, and not fun. So much less. It makes him so uh, but... What about a buy low and Kevin Fiala? Um, that's a, just another guy that I don't think you're going to get. I mean, if you can, try, you can try. But... Only one, only one goal. I know, but I don't, th- I don't think people are just taking the points and knowing that the goals are going to come. I, I see where you're talking. I know what you mean, but it's, you know, the guy's a mm-hmm. wide sniper. It's like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What about McKinnon? I, kn- I know it's like Nathan McKinnon. He's going to cost a ton, <laughs> but like, he's not going to cost what the third or fourth overall pick would cost right now. If I had to guess, probably more like a low first first round player as opposed to a high first round player right now, or he's just Nathan McKinnon. You just are going to have to pay whatever he costs, no matter what it is. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to like the reputation is what it, yeah. It doesn't matter. Slow starts. Exactly. I mean, it's because his line mates, you know, they've been shuffling that left wing, Mm-hmm. A good bit because Druin's been horrible, and uh, Lekkinen. I don't know why they moved him away, but I guess I like Lekkinen with uh, Nishushkin. Uh, and Johansson. What? Yeah. Um, otherwise, I think that's pretty much all that comes to mind for me. I just gonna believe um, how high some of these goalies are owned. There's really bad goalies like Samsonov is owned. Like that's because it's a very limited position in what you have. I know, but like they're banking on getting wins, and you don't really know with these. Like Stuart Skinner so highly owned. Tristan Jari. Well, I guess obviously drop him with the injury. I I wrote that. Or IR. Um, it's just yeah, it's weird. Uh, Ricard Raquel is another guy. He's around fifty percent. Buchnevich is 48%. I don't believe in that. Um, and, yeah, I mentioned Gustav, uh, Gustafson on Minnesota before. Um, are you – no, what was I trying to say? There's somebody on. Uh... Another guy who just popped up in front of me. What are your thoughts on Bobby Briggs? That's yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, he's he's been shuffled up and down like all three lines. He's gotten first time, first line time. I think he's on the third line. He was on the third line last night. 
Um, I like him. Be- I like that he's with Faraby, and uh, I believe Kate's could be wrong about that, but um, I don't like them shuffling Morgan Frost up and down. But I like Brink. He, it seems like he- they're shuffling him in and out of the lineup. Frost. Yeah, yeah, currently he's currently Brinks with Farabee and Cates. Yeah, right. I would honestly say that's closer to their second line. Yeah, and the third line really should be Atkinson, Lawton, and Forrester. Yeah, I agree. So I like it. I mean, Brinks got a nose for the goal. He's 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 a high talent. Yeah, he's got strong talent. Um, who's um. I know Lawton's readily available. He's kind of hit or miss. He's not like super consistent, obviously. Um, yeah, so fair, a lot of guys on the Flyers, people haven't woke up. The Flyers are actually a legit team. Right. I know Sandheim's ownership's super high. Um, no one else on that. He has a power play. Um, Robert Thomas. It's a tough one. It's a real tough one, dude. Because sniping now, he's just firing the puck more. He's scoring more. I think he he. Um, I think he surpassed last year's goal total already. Right. So it's a terrible team to invest in, but. I mean, unless Berube gets fired. Yeah, and but they have like three guys that are automatic offensive possessions, like Kairou, Thomas, and um, oh my blank. Uh, eh, not really Vrana. He's not really a carrying guy. Buchnevich is okay at that. But I mean, they had uh, Hayes. Kevin Hayes is all right at like get, you know getting getting the line or whatever. But it's just uh, it's just surprising that. I mean, not that surprising, but they just look like inept. Justin Falk has like what, like one point, two points. Um, Krug looks horrible. Um, their young guys haven't really done much. So, and the goaltending, whatever. <laughs> Bennington looks good, and then he does some crazy crap like he did last night. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say, Robert, if anybody. Unless you're in like a plus minus league like I am, it's a little makes the decision a little tougher. Um, but uh Robert Thomas is for sure a guy to uh I think investment. Yeah, because obviously power play time and guys got great possession skills, so like definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Um anybody on the Red Wings, like that's like you know, like uh Probably not cop, but like Rasmussen or uh, anybody there. And those are depth guys you are keeping an eye on. Keeping an eye on. Um, so on the Red Wings, I've always had this thing for Robbie Fabry. <laughs> okay. Because like I've always believed that he's a strong, quality player. That just for some reason it just never all comes together for him. Like he's one of those guys like he'll be like 29 and randomly have that 75 point breakout season. Like I just had like I, I'll believe it until it never happens. Yeah. Um so like I always keep an eye on him because he always has that two week stretch where he's on fire. Yeah. 
Him and Perron. Like the the Red Wings are the Red Wings are just like a tough team to watch because they're kind of really top heavy. Right. It seems Valeno has cooled down. Do you think he's gonna heat back up again or um no. Was it was was it a product of somebody being hurt? I feel like I feel like Fabry was hurt and he got more time or something. That could be. I'm not I'm not for sure, for certain on it. Yeah. Um any I'm trying to think of more. Uh Poitras at Poitras on the Boston Bruins looks the old player. Yeah. Poitras looks definitely like a quality NHL player, but and they're keeping him around. Um, part of me just feels though that like this guy kind of just came out of nowhere, and I don't think that this is like you know he has seven points in thirteen games or whatever it is. I mean, he is eighteen. So eight games, or he's nineteen. I'm saying, like, he's a- I just feel like he's not going to be able to sustain what he's doing, but he is in a significant role on the team. Right, that's why. Playing second or third line center. Right. Um, For me, Boston is... He's playing third line minutes. I don't love who he's playing with. I, I see this as two ways, going two ways. Either... One of their more older players, like Marshan Van Riemsdyk, will get injured and he'll be thrust into a top six role. Or, let's say Frederick will be elevated and that'll take another quality player off his line and it'll go down. So it's really just the gamble of what is Jim Montgomery going to do? I have a feeling he's going to stick with him. I mean, should... Yeah, I mean they're going to stick with him. It's just where where is he going to factor into the lineup? Oh, I meant like and... prominent role. Yeah, will he be will he be promoted or will others be promoted? Part of me thinks others are going to be promoted. Yeah, I think yeah, I think time will tell. Obviously, see what it looks like in a couple weeks if he uh, keeps this up. Right. Obviously, but I think he's shown enough to have like good chemistry. He's got a he's got great vision for finding open ice and stuff, but. Uh, and creating his own, creating it on his own. So, not mm-hmm. worried about that. And but yeah, Boston's not like the high, high end scorer. So, you kind of have to play the matchups if you're going to do it. And at that point, you're probably just going to add some of the other guys we mentioned that are in better offenses, like, like per se Marco Rossi playing on a line with Kaprizov and Boldy. Exactly. Five goals, two assists. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And it was kind of not expected, but like the guy's a highly touted prospect. So, yeah. Um, Brock Faber's only 5% owned, and I believe he's on the top power play unit. Is he? Oh, what? I'm sorry. No, he's not. Minnesota's doing something very interesting. They're playing five forwards on their first power play. I kind of like it. You do not like it. I mean, oh, I do, I do, I do. I wish more teams did it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's super risky because like learning how to walk the line is very tough. Yeah, but at the same time, possible. Um, I wonder who. Yeah, who is at the top then? Uh, like Hartman? No, Hartman would be down low, right? Uh, Hartman's not on the first power play unit. Boldy, maybe. 
I don't think he would be up there too. I don't think he would be. I think it's Rossi. Or, I think it's Rossi or Caprizo. I saw Rossi in the bumper last time, but and he's a small. So it's probably it's probably Kaprizov or like Erickson Ekman. You think Kaprizov? They put Kaprizov at the the top. I mean, I don't think they do it. I mean, I'm just looking. I, I'm I'm just kind of speculating. Oh, okay. Honestly. Um. Oh, All right. Um, uh, with, that, with that, I th- I think we're like running out of time now. Yeah, I just didn't want to. I wanted to mention like any like buy low, sell high on Vancouver, who's pretty hot. Um, so on Vancouver, like, do you think Quinn Hughes is this? I mean, he is this good, but you think his production is sustainable? Yes, for sure. So you would not sell high. Definitely not. I was thinking of um, Fester and then Mikheyev is only 10% owned and he's on the top line. Um, and I more see by lows for the guys who haven't got going yet, like Kuzmenko and um, yeah. and like I think once Con- once they eventually find a resolution for Connor Garland, yeah. then one of Beauvillier or Hoglander or Lafferty will be elevated. I think Bester's going to keep it up. I think JT Miller I'd maybe sell high on. Really? I think... I think so. I think Miller's is more sustainable than Bester. I think Bester's pretty streaky. I I think we have a little bit of PTSD. Um, from from Besser in previous years. Yeah, and I think that Rick Tockett's the perfect coach for him. Um. So. And I actually think, well, he might drop off. Like right now, he has a stupid amount of points. In, yeah. And like, do I think he'll end up being a point per game player? No, but I still think he's gonna end up with high sixties, seventy something points. Last one is uh, in terms of oh, sorry. in terms of JT Miller. Um, he's on the pa- penalty kill, so he gets shorthand points. But I I think that he has a ceiling. I think it's a pretty and his ceiling, and and like I don't think he's a point per game player. Wow, a hot take. <laughs> um, my last one was Claude Giroux. Okay. What are you thinking? Um, what I'm thinking is he's old. <laughs> and he's playing on the line with Stutzel and Joseph right now. And Joseph's on a bender. Oh, yeah. Um, But I don't think that Jeru can keep up but I think what he's been doing. If Stutzel wakes up after this game tonight then that could be huge. Yeah, but I, I, just, I just think I would sell high on Drew. Okay. I think there's a case to be made for sure. Like, I, th- I think that there's a, uh, not like a strong likelihood, but there's like a chance he gets injured. He's always have had injury problems. And, you know, like, you probably can get a, a nice, a, something nice for him or package him with something else. Like, maybe move on from him. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely a case. Um, my last one was actually <laughs> Kachuk, who hasn't scored much. I've asked you on hold. Do you just like believe in it and just let it ride? Yeah, hold. Hold, absolutely hold. Yeah. I think once Bennett comes back, right, you think it'll just change everything? Um, yeah. Yeah, like I, I think, you know, I think Brady Kachuk, I mean, I, I think both Kachuks, right. frankly, are of the most valuable players in fantasy hockey. Like you, after you have your top tier of McDavid, Matthews, McCarr, Mc, McKinnon, Dreisaitl, I have a Kachuks at six and seven, pretty much. Um, I'm probably forgetting someone, but those two are so gifted. Um, and you know they do hits. They're leaders. They they lead by example. They don't have to take off nights. So for me, I always am of the opinion that you try to trade for players like that and not sell them. Right. I have Matthew Kachuk, so I'm just like panicking a little bit. Um, I mean, I would not trade. Yeah, no. I, th- I think, you know, he, he, his running mate, I mean, he, Barkov is injured, if I'm not mistaken, still. I believe he. No, he's not. He's back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of buying low, Barkov, also a stud. Um, but Bar- uh, Barkov's back. Bennett will be back soon. The defense like, will have its reinforcements by, I would say, the end of November. I would hold Kachuk, and you just got to ride with it. Yeah, I had Rodriguez and I dropped him. That probably was kind of stupid. It happens. Ultimately, it's just a game. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we can close with that. Um, hope we answered some of your questions. And uh, definitely, if you have any questions on any players, hit us up. I'm always tweeting. Yeah, about reach out to us on Twitter. Um, we'll try to, you know, send out a forum for questions before the pod. Uh, so you could let us know who you want us to talk about. That too. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, see you on the other side. Um, thank you again. Hot take pod coming tomorrow. Always hot. Yeah, keeping it spicy. And good night. All right. See you.